fantastic vacation do I, I if you look really close to me right now i look more like um with tom hanks when he comes home at the end of castaway you mean the middle of castaway sorry that's well it's like 65 70 percent of the way into okay castaway. yeah yeah there's a good amount of movie after he gets home yeah probably a little too much to be honest with you because it's pretty oh, too much you think i i believe so yeah oh but she kept the jeep for him I know, she but like Jeep Cherokee in the in the in the garage for him. I know, but she's moved on now. How does that feel? Your wife, your new wife, keeps her her dead ex husband's car in the garage. You're like, I, I want to park my fucking Benz in there. Like, if I, if we live, <laughs> we, we have so many trees in the driveway. These birds are shitting all over my Benz. I can't and even keep the top down. Can you move this fucking raggedy Jeep out of the garage? Now, how many years had he been gone? I wanted it wasn't to me it wasn't long enough for her to be remarried. Mm-hmm. I understand in her new relationship, but married? I think he was gone Bro. three years, maybe four. Well, listen, I, yeah, okay. If it's four, I think that's enough time. Because she, I mean, she, she was she was mourning for a. Well, they were still hoping he'd show up for probably three four months. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Then she mourned him hard for a year. Hard. Okay. okay. Bad year. How did, did, they ever, did they ever say how she met this guy? No, but I, I, I can tell you. Um, she went out one night with her friends. They convinced her to go out to, like, the local restaurant just to at right. least just have a drink and some wings. Right, right. A little bar, actually. A little karaoke night. And she's, like, she's getting drunk. She's half crying, but she's drinking. Yeah. And before you know it, she's ending up singing karaoke. Right. And she gets up and she does um, I Don't Know Much by Linda Ronstadt and Aaron Neville. Ooh, wow. For karaoke. Deep cut. And as she's doing it, yeah, she's doing the Ronstadt part. Right. And this new dude shows up and hits the Neville part. Ooh. And so they have this moment. And right. then 15 right. minutes later, he's just dicking her down in the back. No, no. That's, no, that's no. Like she, no, she's drunk. Oh, she's, she's not getting dick. Made out. Made out, maybe. Okay, okay, fine. You're right. That's too aggressive. That's too aggressive. Made out, but not and, taking her down. And then, like, but they got married quick. They got married quick. Like, you know, and then six months later, I said, she okay, told him everything, right? Lost my husband in a horrible accident. Oh, yeah. you know what? He probably lost his wife, too. He was a widower. Is that true? So they commiserated. I don't know if it's true. Oh, could be true. You, could be true. They commiserated. You know what I mean? How about this? How about this? What if the guy also worked for FedEx because it's in Memphis? See, that's where I always thought she probably knew him already. And so he's like, what if he started creeping the second he heard Tom Hanks was gone? That's was what like, I think it was. I think he was creeping. Like, he was already, like, eyeballing her before Tom Hanks was gone. 
so so he starts showing up just being like hey how you been just want to check in we all we miss him so much what are some packages down at the depot i just figured i'd bring them down myself yeah and while i'm here give your undercarriage a little how's your father Anyways, yeah. uh, by the way, this is not the first time Castaway came up. The other day, uh, we were sitting at a cafe in Cuba, and there was this couple, uh, This uh, actually it was a group of four people speaking English next to us, and they were talking about Tom Hanks movies. And That's a perfect double couple vacation conversation. So, oh, I Big was really good and Forrest Gump, I mean, oh, that's got to be number 1. What was that other one? The one where he uh the 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 boat, uh, the plane it was shipwrecked? Was it shipwrecked? Uh, no, no. And and then and then the, one of them starts trying to reference the I'm the captain now. Captain right. Phillips. Someone starts trying to ref, but they don't know the name either. But they, they're confusing now between Castaway and Captain Phillips. Right. And they're going, what's it called? Shipwreck. And Natalie and I are staring at each other as this is happening. And Natalie's like, do it. Do it. <laughs> do, do it. it. <laughs> and I just, I've, I came to the peer pressure. And I was like, Castaway, guys. Castaway. And they were like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Meanwhile, this same couple. Moments yeah, before the castaway conversation was having a crazy, this woman, I'm not kidding, Scythe, yeah. was telling a story to her husband uh-huh. and the other couple about, about how thoroughly that husband had dicked her down the night before. No. I swear to God. No. Uh, you know, I woke up and I was like, was that even real life? I mean, I don't know where, it was the best I've ever had. She's Last saying night was this. A, it was fucking crazy. I was like, and then she went on and on about it. Like we decided they were probably swinging. They mu- they must have been. It must have been groups. Yeah. Well, now was that her husband or was that the other guy? It's a great point. But here, and then how did they get to Tom Hanks? I I don't. You know I who love- I, you know who I would love a good dickin' from? The guy from Bosom Buddies. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they got there. <laughs> uh, Sife, the let guy me that you. later on went on to to be a, a supporting cast member on New Heart. <laughs> Who's that? I forgot his name, but the other bosom oh, buddy the other, the other, is the really? guy on Newhart. Yeah, I did not know that. So, I've, uh, let me, real quick, let me let me give you a list of trips that I don't foresee Cypher Sounds taking in the future. Oh no! I'm going to start here. Uh-huh. Cuba. Really? Why not? I I absolutely want to go to Cuba. Okay. A Cuba. <laughs> please, Cypher. Since you are Latino, Latino, please, please say Cuba. Cuba. Um, okay. We stayed at an Airbnb. We were okay. told that's the move. Okay. Not, because, I would not do that. I would right. not do that. But well, you are, you would never stay in an Airbnb, period. I hate Airbnbs. I'm not staying in an Airbnb ever again. You have before, you're never doing it again. Correct. And that's even in America, like in Austin, you don't want to do it. Never. Okay. I'm a hotel kind of guy. I, I would like to hear more about that, but let, we'll come back. Well, we have a podcast where we can talk about this thoroughly. <laughs> so. So we get to the Airbnb. Now, here's the thing about Cuba that makes it interesting, of course, is that all of the hotels are owned by the government. So if you really, if you want to do like give money to the people and not the government, then you go to Airbnb and you can give money directly to a person. And we were told everyone's really nice. It's great, blah, blah, blah. So we show up to the place. The lady's there. She greets us. 
Mm-hmm. One thing that's very misleading about Airbnb, at least these days, I never had this experience prior because I never did it in a foreign country before. They're translating all the emails being sent back and forth. Airbnb is. Yes. Uh-huh. So the when I tell itself, when I tell you this woman spoke, what's the opposite of saying someone speaks a little bit of English? Like, right. what is it to say they speak zero, not a word? Right. Nothing. Nothing. And and Saif, here was the part that got me mad. Before everyone thinks I'm xenophobic or anything like that, just be clear. I was speaking Spanish constantly. Okay. Bad. Nasty, nasty accent. Nasty accent, but I'm speaking. Okay. Not only did she not have one word of English. Hello. I didn't ever heard a hello. Wow. But not only was there not one word of English, for some reason, she was the only person I interacted with who didn't understand any of my Spanish. <laughs> so, like, listen, don't get me wrong. It's bad. I'm sure we have some on video. But I would be like, you know, hola, queremos ir a la un restaurante. Mm-hmm. Tal vez tú sabes un restaurante que right. um, p- uh, podemos... Um, Amorsar or whatever. That you you have all the words right, but your pronunciation is just it's 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 as el gringo. It's gringo. Yeah, you relate to this. It's very gringo. But you got the words though. The words are there, and she didn't understand any of it. She would look at me just like, "What?" And I'd be like, "Okay, I get it. My Spanish is bad. How do you not understand anything I'm trying to say?" Right. And it, which, by the way, the whole experience is interesting because it just gives you such a, a, a great perspective on what people are dealing with in this country every day when oh. Americans don't speak anything to anyone. What's that? Stuff? I'm such an idiot. I remember reading an article. All Airbnb, all Airbnb owners in Cuba are deaf. That's 100 percent true. <laughs> They're all deaf. It's how they- Natalie Saif just told us a very interesting thing. He figured out what happened at the Airbnb. He said, did you know that 100% of the Airbnb owners in Cuba are deaf? Yeah, deaf. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know she wasn't deaf. <laughs> Natalie's disputing it. She's like, no, she wasn't deaf. She could hear what you were saying. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. I did accidentally tell her when I was trying to tell her that we were going bike riding at 10 in the morning. She, she Her face like completely exploded. Because she thought I was I, going dick riding at 10 in the morning. <laughs> no, she goes, she thought I was going bike riding for 10 hours. I was like, no, 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 at, at 10 hours. Um, yeah, de la mañana. So, it, so that part was a little frustrating. Yeah. Like she, Did she live there? No, she didn't live there, but she showed up a lot. Like I would say one notch too much. Uh-huh. And again, and I know this sounds shitty. But, like, I probably wouldn't have mind her popping up randomly if we could communicate at all. Right. Like, there would have been some value to us hanging out. But one day that we were there, she was there the entire day, like, just doing putzing around the house. Inside? Inside. What? I know. I know. It was all very strange. Um, and <laughs> on, the, on the first day, we saw a cockroach in the house. Saif, I eventually killed this cockroach. Yeah. I caught him later. Mm -hmm. 
It was like murdering a mammal. That's how big it was. <laughs> oh, God. It was so fucking gigantic. Yeah, right. um, also, you the day we got there, you know, I read a lot of reviews for this Airbnb. No one said the, there's no electricity very often. But we lost electricity the first three days we were there. Um, I don't know if you're aware of Cuba in August. It's not exactly muy frío. <laughs> so that wasn't great. Yeah. That being said, our trip was amazing. The Airbnb experiences we did were awesome. Oh, we, they suggest like things to do? Yeah, like we did one that was a, a guy, a driver who takes you to this beach town a couple hours away. Ooh. He was fantastic. He had so much information. He studied English, spoke perfectly, explained so much to us. Yeah. Um, literally looked like he walked out of central casting for like Mambo Kings. Like he, he looked <laughs> like 93 Banderas. I'm not yeah. even kidding. And he was awesome. His name was Cesar. I couldn't recommend him anymore if you're going to Cuba for an experience. Did he stay there while you were at the beach town or he comes back at a certain time? Nah, so he would take, that's what's great about him. He talked in the car ride a lot, lots of information. But then when we'd get to the town, then when we would get to the town, he would, like, to the beach, I should say, he would leave and be like, enjoy yourself. I'll be up by the car. I'll catch you in two hours. Oh, like, yeah, he, he would stay and wait. He'd stay and wait, but he yeah. wouldn't, he wouldn't like. So now, you hired him for the day almost or half yeah, the day. Yeah. And it was us. It was us and three other people. Um, Wait, who's the three other people? Were you on vacation with other people? No, no. This was part of the Airbnb experience. Oh, I get it. What kind of car was it? Like, you know, a 56 Chevrolet or something. All you fit in there? Yeah. Two, two sat up front with him and three in the back. Worked so out perfect. Stranger. Yeah, it worked out perfect when we found out um, later that one of them tested positive for COVID. Yeah. So now I want to ask out. you, I want to oh, ask they you brought, something. They brought tests to Cuba. I, I guess. Their own tests, yeah. I, I, I guess. So. They were a very nice couple, by the way. Yeah. I'm sorry, I also want to ask you, what does this look like? Looks like a lot of cash. Bands well, make a dance. Why do you think I would have four racks, what looks like four racks of cash? You forgot to exchange it. No, no, no. Not so much forgot to exchange it. It's not worth that much. A cool souvenir. That's like $5. No, no, it's not $5, sadly. it's. I think each one of these racks is 100 100 bucks. okay. Oh, no, it's 500 500 Each one's 500 is This Cuban is Cuban money? This is 100 fives, yeah. Oh. Um, and we, we got there and exchanged money, and Natalie exchanged a lot of money. And then I was, I kind of had the feeling like this was probably enough. But I felt like I wasn't being a man if I didn't also exchange some money. So I also exchanged money. So I had some. Yeah. Um, Cash in the pocket. Here's the thing. Uh, they would have taken our U.S. dollars everywhere because the U.S. dollars has this thing called value. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Whereas the Cuban peso, not so much. Right. And when we got back to the airport to be like, hey, we'll exchange it back. We'll take a loss on it. But whatever. We'll just exchange it back. They don't exchange their own money. Oh, they don't take it back. Can't take it back. <laughs> Can't take it back. Now, now we're in the uh, airport. Now we're in the airport with fifteen hundred dollars worth of Cuban pesos. Yeah. 
you think, well, at the very least, let me sit down and enjoy a Coke and a sandwich at the airport. They don't accept Cuban money <laughs> or even a sandwich at the airport. So at the airport, there's no dice. Nope. They say, <laughs> oh, you want a soda? Give us your credit card. We'll charge you euros. <laughs> so if anyone <laughs> if anyone is taking a trip to Cuba, we offer we can offer a very favorable rate. <laughs> to bring some Cuban. And by the way, the Cuban pesos are worth something there. It's just they're not worth nearly as much as dollars. I never, but, I'm not good with money. I don't understand what that means. Before we move on to some other things, I just also want to say the trip was fantastic. We, we pictures we, look nice, videos look nice. The, the, the Cuban people, thank you. The Cuban people were fantastic. Everyone was. How's the food? Hit or miss. Hit or miss. Hit or miss. Really? Yeah. I love Cuban food. I, I, you, where do, I have a question. Where have you eaten that Cuban food? Miami. Um, you've had it in Miami. Is, I have yeah, a question. New Miami. Jersey. And New Jersey. Yeah. There's <laughs> a lot of Cubans in New Jersey. Absolutely. And making amazing Cuban food the, with the resources of America to cook ah, said Cuban food. Ah. So the hard part is, here. let me tell you the number one best thing they have at every single Cuban restaurant. You know what it's called? Steak. They don't have it. They don't have steak? No, no, no. Whatever the best thing is on the menu, oh, they don't have it. <laughs> just, just uh, We'll have the ropa vieja. Don't have that. Okay. <laughs> like, you better look at the menu and whatever you want third most, order that. Because <laughs> the first two, they're not having it. So we're really enjoying our trip. We did a night of Afro-Cuban cuisine. It was fantastic. Went to this woman's house. Is this an Airbnb experience? That's right. You went to a, someone's, a stranger's house. You went to one, you were at staying at one stranger's house, then you go to another stranger's house. Yes. Okay. Um, but with a guide who, who explains to you sort of the experience and uh, uh, what you're going to do. We actually did a ritual cleansing when we got there. Some Santeria shit. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Santeria. So that was amazing. We love the Afro-Cuban experience. Uh, we love the beach trip. We we did a bike tour with my man Abdiel. That was fantastic. Rode all around Cuba, uh, Havana. And then on Friday night, Ooh, the swingers came around, baby. Here we go. I Upside left, down pineapples. Here we go. I left Natalie alone for a little bit. I went up. I, I was not feeling good because I'm pretty sure I had COVID. Um, although I keep testing negative. I can't see how it's not COVID. But um, I went and rested. And then Natalie walks into the, the bedroom and looks like she's seen a ghost. And I'm like, what, what happened? What happened? She was like, I was standing outside. Um, so like on our house, between the main level and the upstairs bedroom, you walk outside to get there. And you can look down the stairs and see like the next door neighbors below. Like you can see all kinds of shit below yeah. you. She's like, so I was looking down there. And I heard like all kinds of like cool music sounding and like drums. And so I decided to like take my camera out and film and see what was happening. And it's at, it looked like it was like a religious ceremony or something. And then I saw a bird and, and the bird was struggling to get away at a pigeon. And then they grabbed the pigeon and they, and they broke its neck. They sacrificed a pigeon, two pigeons. <laughs> so at that point it was a few hours after that 
that she said to me, I think we've had enough of the Airbnb. (laughs) (laughs) So we hit up her friend, Molly, and we said, Molly. Who's Molly? Molly is Natalie's uh, best friend back. She's in the States. Okay. Because our internet's terrible. So we're like, Molly, where's the nicest hotel in Havana? (laughs) Give us the fucking... Where did did Michael Corleone stay? That's what I want to go. (laughs) We actually went nicer than that because the gangsters stay at the Hotel Nacional. That's where they used to stay. We went to the... Grand Hotel, uh, Grand Hotel Manzana Kempinski. Yeah, I love you ever been one. to a Kempinski before? Never. I don't think so. Not that I know of. I neither. I had neither. They're they're a famous rich chain. So we left the next morning. Uh huh. And were spent you, our. Were you scheduled to stay there longer? Yes. And how did you get out of that contract? Well, get out of it. I'm. I paid yeah. for both. Okay. There we go. I'm sure that. I just double paid. But I said, let's just do it. We're fucking adults and it's our vacation. And we spent the last 24 hours, when I tell you, in the lap of luxury. <laughs> See, now we're talking. Now we're <laughs> talking the Scythe game. And, 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 and for the record, listen, I admit it. I know who I am. I need nice stuff. It was, this was too much. I, we should have stayed in the lap of luxury, spent our days experiencing the days that we will, you know, with the people and seeing the people and being a part of it. And then at night go back to a gorgeous, I mean, gorgeous hotel. <laughs> I don't know why we had to go full. I don't, on. I personally do not understand the Airbnb shit at all. I mean, so, there's some really nice Airbnbs. Okay. I stayed in one when I did a comedy fest in Idaho. Okay. And I didn't want to stay at the crappy hotel. I got an Airbnb. Two other comics stayed in there. They were cool. Like a three-bedroom joint. And then, like, whatever. It was fine. It was a nice house. But then I, they, they, there's complaints afterwards. Like, oh, he was a nice tenant, but he broke one of the spoons. And he didn't take out the garbage. I was like, all right, the spoon, the spoon broke. My bad. I will gladly pay for another wooden spoon. But I, I'm throwing out the garbage. Isn't there a cleaning fee attached to the Airbnb situation? Why well, am I? Bi- there's a big one. There's a big, big one. Fee. Yeah. I want the okay. I want the exact treatment as a hotel, but I want a, more space or in a different area or you know other couples or people are staying. Ra- I gotta clean. I gotta throw the. I don't know your fucking trash schedule. No, it's Saif. I'm with you. Fuck out of here. That part of Airbnbs is so crazy to me that you get a house for a weekend and they have the instructions of like the trash comes on Monday morning. So make sure it's outside. I'm make like, sure you got somebody pick up the trash. So, I mean on that. So by the way, shout out to the lady who would never leave our Airbnb. We didn't have to touch any trash. It was overall great. Uh, we, I, I bought, I got some dope records. I saw I you went, going record shopping. That was dope. Yo, Saif, Saif, how does it say? This is so crazy. It's like record store. This is one of the best record stores in Havana. Okay. The first one that was listed as one of the best record stores. We walk into this room. I think it was called Kionosha. And I, it sounded like a Japanese sounding name. We walked in and they're, they're selling all this stuff. Nothing close to records. They're selling like tools and like junk. And, 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 so, and so, you know, someone's like, hey, I can't take this. And I was like, discos, discos. And he's like, Marvey, Marvey, discos. <laughs> and the guy's like, come here. 
and I walk behind him and I just, I go behind into this little room where he has just one dirty pile of vinyl. <laughs> That's the whole, <laughs> listen, by the way, I'm here for it. That's a, an amazing experience. I just can't believe that on Google, that's like, this is a great story. I was just like, it wasn't what I expected. I was like, oh, I, why don't you just say, yo, it's my man just selling some records. <laughs> so then we went to this, then we went to the other spot. Wait, was there anything good in that pile? I don't know. I'm going to tell you when we, when I listen to him. <laughs> I, I, you just say, if you know what it's like when you're digging in some place and you don't know what anything is, you're guessing based on like year, yeah. look. Covers, yeah. Covers. Like I was just guessing on shit. Like, come on, look, this mixed race ass group, you know something's good coming yeah, out got, of this. Yeah, but okay. Oh, yeah. You're looking for samples for real late too. Yeah, I'm just looking for shit. Look at the, come on. You know this has fire. <laughs> um, that was the first store. The other place was called Chupitas. And we went to that store again. Go, we go up to the door. There's nothingness. Like a lot of the homes there are just open. Like you can just step inside to an apartment complex. Like, like you can just open a door and walk in. And we walk in and go to the second floor and look around. It's pretty filthy up there. There's nothing happening. Um, roaches. Like it's just kind of like scary up there. And then I see a door though. And we're about to walk out, and this woman looks down. Uh, oh, I decided to knock on the door. It said record shop. So yeah. I knocked on the door. The second I knock on the door, dog starts barking. <laughs> so I'm like, and the woman looks down from the window and gives us like a, hey, one second, I'll be right down. So she comes down and opens the door for us and lets us into her store, which is her kitchen. <laughs> um, unlike the other spot though her shit was on point like it was organized she had 45s over here she had LPs over here but literally the first box of 45s I looked through was next to like her dish dryer <laughs> and I bought a bunch of shit from her wish I'd bought more yeah yeah, yeah. you could have used all that fucking I could have spent I literally could have bought out basically everything she had on 45 was there anything good Oh, I mean, I just started listening to it now. It's again, I know I don't know any of it. So I know nothing about Cuban jazz. I just I just am guessing based on names. Oh, so there was nothing you knew. You just wanted to grab some shit. And you got the vibe from being in Cuba that when you hear music, it's all per, any old Cuban jazz shit you hear is pretty fire. So I'm just like, let me just buy shit and see what we find. Um, although the one at the end when I was she was like, oh, she was like, let me give you one more because we gave her extra money. She was like, let me give you one more as a gift. And I was like, okay. And she was like, Sabes uh, Guantanamera? We're like, yeah. <laughs> so she gave us a, by the way, I listened to it, Natalie. It's a dope version of Guantanamera. So shout out to Jacqueline, who owns Chupitas. Um, Does she understand your Spanish? She understood it better than the lady at Airbnb, Airbnb for some reason. Like, we were at least able for me to be like, ask her, what kind of music is this? Is this person famous? I don't know what it is about these two judías, but they're not leaving. <laughs> I'm doing the whole act where I don't understand a word they're saying. I turned off all the electricity and I'm trying, cause what they do is they get you to pay for a week, but they get you to leave within three days and you still got to pay it out. So she's like, well, what the fuck are we going to do? She's like pigeons. Yeah. It's time to go to pigeons. You've been here four or five days already. So if you are a genius, that is what happened. She was like, if I show up every day for no reason, leave a cockroach, <laughs> turn off the electricity, eventually they'll leave. Yeah, they'll leave. And when that didn't work, she went, you know what? Break out the fake pigeon. It was Wichito, fake. Wichito, Wichito. 
<laughs> but I, I really do. It's, it's a really interesting cultural experience. The people there, man, they've been fucked by everybody, bro. They're fucked by the Cuban government. They've been fucked by the U.S. government. Like, yes. they've just been fucked over so many times. I know, it's like everywhere. Real quick, uh, September 15th, your boy's heading out to D.C., Rosenberg's hometown. Ooh. D.C. Improv, chemistry set live September 15th with my boy, Will Sylvan. Come check it out, baby. Where are you doing it? D.C. Improv. DC Improv. Love the DC Improv. Love those guys and gals. Gal. Gal, Allison, and the guy, Antoine. Um, so glamping is a scam. Oh, yeah. Glamping is a scam. Oh, please tell us. What is glamping? glamping? What is this? Glamorous camping is called is glamping. We head up to Maine. Okay. We head up to Maine, USA. Lobster rolls delicious great but here's the problem why are they so fucking expensive it's what are they what are they charging for a lobster roll in maine right the now? one the first spot i went to the lob the jumbo one was 24.99 no sorry regular one was 24.99 jumbo one 29.99 the next day because we wanted they didn't have the one with the hot butter so we have okay. to get it again the next day. Jumbo one thirty six ninety nine. Get the fuck out of here. You know how much you know how much a lobster roll is in Cuba? How much? They don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm literally watching the first spot we went to. I'm literally watching the boat pull up. Right. Pulls out these cages filled with lobster. When you go oh. to the register, there's just tanks of lobsters and they grab it and you are what do you want two lobster rolls they grab the lobster put it in a bucket send it in the back to get a hot bath you know what i mean <laughs> and i'm like why is it so expensive if you're literally pulling i just saw the guy pull it out the water and hand it to you right and he's got you got tons of them what it's is it about COVID? but why did covid affect the fucking prices no, of it's lobster bullshit rolls? it's all tourist shit because uh, people think lobster is expensive for some reason. They make us think lobster is that we expensive. restart the whole thing. These fucking disgusting, so, huge cockroaches of the ocean. Here's Why what's, what's going to happen. It's a scam. Lobster is a scam from day one. It's just because lobster was fucking peasant food, and somebody threw some hot butter on it, and they were like, no, this is a delicacy. It's fucking bullshit. But we need... You know how those, there's all these companies now... Where they're like, like Warby Parker, they're like, glasses really only cost 40 cents to make. You're getting chipped by all these glasses, people. We, uh, you could buy them online for a hundred bucks for three pairs or whatever. Or there's like these watch companies that are like, watches are only $40 to make. Why are you paying that $10,000? We need that guy. We need Dollar Shave Club of Lobster. Wow. Finally, Scythe. After all these years knowing you, you come with an invention that makes sense. We need the lobster the dollar club. shave club of yeah. lobsters. Because I know you guys are bullshitting us. Anyway, um, so thirty six ninety nine, and it was the lit. It was the lit. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Did the kids get them? No, no. Okay. Mac and cheese all day. <laughs> You're mac not and cheese good. all day. That's all they eat is mac and cheese. So glamping is this. We go to this nice. Resort like an like a like a camping resort like the lodge is really nice. Okay, the main area. Right. The first night I get there, I had we were you know tired, so we just got food from there. Food was really good. Burger okay. was really good. But you go to a tent, but it's a huge tent. It's like 
you know, a big bed and there's also bunk beds for the kids. There's a bathroom. There's a shower. Shower is one of those showers with no fucking doors or curtain, which I hate, but whatever. No, um, I'm not a fan. There's a bat. There's a, to- a separate room with a toilet, which is way too close to everything. There's no AC. There's no TV. There's a, a ceiling fan. There's lights. There's electricity. I'm like, if you're going to have lights and electricity, why aren't we just doing AC? There's Wi-Fi. There's Wi-Fi? There's Wi-Fi. You go outside and there's these big poles with like some kind of device on top. It's like, is that a camera or is that like the Wi-Fi? What the fuck? My thing is so like. You're staying, so you're staying inside. Yes. It's you're inside. In, you're in a, it, the material is tent material, but it's huge. It's like a house. So I'm like, why not? Why are we not just staying in a structure? What is the point of this? If you're not staying in a tent in a sleeping bag, actually camping, what is the point of this thing that we're in? Why is it tent material? And like, I'm trying to ask like all these uh, in-law family members. And I'm like, you know, they're like, oh, this is great. We're glamping. And then like the kids are just in the pool every day. So I'm like, we could have just stayed at a double tree. Like if you're just going You're not even going in the in the lake To swim You're swimming in a in a heated pool Why are we staying in a tent then Yo And people are like nah this is so, it's so nice Like, we you know have what the they little... char- Do you know what they charge you No I didn't even look I didn't look at the price I just whatever it's just for the kids You know what I mean But like we have like little bonfire at night Then listen man I respect my in-law family And all that shit I respect them. Right but there's some looseness with the kids, man. What do you go ahead? Keep going. I want to hear more. There's one night, the first night. I love, we're there. Let me tell you something right now. Even though I don't have children yet, I have been around children for so long. I've been an uncle for 16, yeah. 15. I am it. I I love judging parenting as oh, if I was a parent. Looseness with the kids. Man. I love judging so parents' like looseness. In-laws, a lot of in-laws, family, and then like friends of the, the people I don't even know, friends of some of the in-laws. Okay. So there's like three, two, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's like like thirteen kids running around from like thirteen to three, and all in that range. The first night they're doing there's a fire and they're gonna do s'mores, which okay. I don't know the proper way to do s'mores, like. Do you melt the chocolate? Is there like a pan? Is how do you how do you organize? I it believe all? the proper I believe the proper way to do it is all you got to do is heat the marshmallow, and if it's hot enough, it melts the chocolate on the graham cracker. On the, so you so you have the graham cracker with the chocolate. Correct. You heat up the marshmallow, place it on the chocolate, put another graham cracker, let it sit. Yeah, for but don't you got to skip? You got to skip. Don't skip the part where. You're trying to get the fucking stick out of it and you can't. And it's, it's, you're losing half the marshmallow. It's sticking to your hands and it's breaking the graham cracker. Oh, okay, Don't skip yeah. that part. Well, oh, is that like a regular stick? Cause they had, they had specific s'more they stick. Had metal. Oh, that makes it easier. Like almost like a fork with two prongs. Oh, that's easier. That okay. Extent. Okay. Yeah. But there's seven year olds running around a very limb, <laughs> dim lit area. Too with close sharp, to the fire With sharp With, with spears <laughs> No no hot Hot spears that will cut through hot, your skin Like butter Hot spears And they're like ah, Running and I'm like What I my anxiety I can't handle this Like 
someone's gonna get stabbed or burnt or fuck. And there was a couple burnings. There were. And then like I'm like, okay, there's forest fire stabbings, uh, fucking mutilation. You know what I mean? It was craziness, craziness. And what I'm like, you, how, how'd you handle your kids? Did you I, just like help them do it and then say, okay, now we put? I it was down. like, my job is to keep an eye on my two. That's my job. Yep. Keep and my daughter, when she gets around her little cousins, she don't want to hear shit from me. I had to grip her up a couple of times. Grip. Oh. It's just a rare instance that I have to do that. <laughs> where I go, listen, you're mostly, you're Filipino. My kids are Filipino. That's it. Really? You, I'm barely Puerto Rican. Right. But their mom's very, she's actually Filipino. The family is Filipino. They're raised by, right. you know, they stay at the grandparents. They're at their grandparents' house right now. They're, they're Filipino. Right. And I gave her a grip up to let her know a Puerto there Rican grip some, up. There's some Puerto Rican blood in here. Like <laughs> you gotta chill out. What'd you what'd you say to her? Do you give her that the little under your I said, button? listen, hey, yeah. Hey, I said, hey, always hey, like hey, no, hey. no lips moving. Like, listen, when I call you, you come over here. Like, don't she'll be she'll just straight ignore me. Daddy, you're hurting me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you come over when I call. It. Sorry, sorry, Daddy. I'm like, listen. I'm just like the kids don't get adult logic. It is far. I'm just trying to keep you safe. That bitch got a hot spear close to your <laughs> neck. That is crazy. How many days do you do this for? Then they're like, uh, it was four days in that in that part. And then they're like running to each other's tents. And like we were in, we were all in the one little area, but there was other people in that area. There wasn't like, listen, if I ever want to become a fucking kidnapper, mm. I'm going glamping. Make sure that, is, that, is this is this place kid friendly? Oh, absolutely, it's family friendly. Do you have a lot of kids coming? No, nah. no, just me. I got a lot going though. Like, so can I go to so-and-so's tent? And I'm like, it's pitch black. I don't even know if they're going to the right tent. They all look the same. Oh, this is my tent. How many many people, like, did the glamping place hold? Like, it wasn't just your family? No, no, it was huge. We were in the the C section. But there was A, B, Strangers everywhere, too. Yeah. 100%. 100%. This all the whites, all the whites. I would have rather been hanging out with the cockroaches in my Airbnb in Cuba. Ah, man, it was rough, bro. But then this whole this you glamping people, bravo, bravo to you, capitalistic scam artists, man. It is. What are we doing with the fucking? Just because the 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 material that this house is made of is waterproof. Okay, all right. Then we went over to Bar Harbor. Okay. Oh, Bar Harbor. I've heard of that. That's the town. Very nice. Not a lot of black people, but there was still more black people than done. There was a lot of Asian, a lot of Indian people, but like this one ice cream shop we went to was all black people working there. Okay. And it's cash only. And I was like, I walked up to the guys like, listen, I'm going to treat everyone to ice cream. There's like 15 people here. Like I'm going to treat it. Just get everybody's order. I'm going to pay. Wait, you do this for strangers or do your group? No, no, the group. Okay. The group. And then um, I got it. And then, you know, I'm like, oh, cash only? He's like, yeah. I said, yeah. I said, I gave him a look like, I know what's up. He's like, yeah, you know what's up. You know what I mean? Like, get all these white people money. We're not claiming none of this shit. Yeah. Just buying buying (laughs) Costco ice cream tubs, sticking it in this cooler. I got you. 
but yeah, Bar Harbor is really nice. Okay. Uh, then we went, and then we then we went to Portland, Maine, like you know, the more the city. And that was it was really nice, but the glamping shit, man. It's... Saif, I'll tell you one thing. I I don't ever want to go glamping. Do you like going camping? Um, here's the parts I like: conversation, like. I got to take the first day is very rough for me because I have to get out of comedian mode. I have to get out of entertainment mode. I have to bear all the, do you know? Oh, so, you know, Jay-Z, like I got to get rid of all that first day shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I like the fire sitting around talking shit. Oh, really? Again, into, yeah, I like it, but it takes me a day or two to get into it. When we start going into like movie talk, trivia, like I'm, I'm in. Okay. But yeah, this whole like this Ted shit, like they bravo, bravo. The bravo to the glamping industry. Yeah. What else happened over the last I, week when we were on vacation week? Was there anything you were like, we need to discuss this when we get back? Nothing. I don't know anything that happened. Anything hip hop wise? Billy June, of course, and the you guys hear that the the breakfast club is breaking up. Yeah, I saw that Angela Yee. Oh, I got a lot of Google alerts. Because, you know, I got a Google alert on my name. Of course you so do. I so. got a lot of Google alerts because everybody was saying Angela Yee started with me. So that thank you, Angela Yee. Appreciate that. Getting the love on the Googles. Um, and by the way, a lot of people don't know this. Angela Yee was courted to be the third member of Cypher Sounds and Rosenberg. That's right. How different right. history could have been talk about literally like all this shit on TikTok when you watch um these people talking about parallel universes and multiverse and all that shit. Angela Yee would have been K Fox if she would have took the job. That's right. So what what would have been the Breakfast Club then? Well, more importantly, <laughs> more importantly, <laughs> let's talk about how much better Angela Yee's pockets are because she didn't do that. Because she did not. She made yes. the right move. Yeah. I mean, because the, the fact of the matter is that the, the she, I, I think she would have done a great job on our show. And before Angela and I developed a, an awkward, not good relationship, at that time, we had a great relationship. We, we were like buddies, thanks yeah. to Sife. Her and I would like go hang out at Sife's comedy shows. Yeah. Um, and we were very cool. And Sife was obviously very close with her. So it was, it's a very interesting thought. But then, once Charlemagne returned to the market, I, I kind of knew whatever he did was going to make a splash in some way because that yeah. was his, he was part of that Wendy Williams tree of yeah. like impact. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just saying, I think it worked out for her well. Very well. <laughs> I, think, I mean, well. I'm Very pretty well. sure. Yeah. But, but by the way, but the announcement was still so fugazi. Again, if you were to go back to like our conversation about what we would have to do to get the same level of attention that Deez and Mero got. Yeah. All Angela tweeted was like, the breakfast club, as you know, it will never be the same. No, and yeah. then it's like in two months, she's leaving to do a syndicated show. Like it wasn't yeah. even really. And they like, I, I didn't hear it, but I, they gave her like a nice, like, congratulations. Yeah. We're going to, it wasn't even like this big explosion at all. (laughs) And yet, and yet it again went crazy. But I announced over the uh, last week that while I was in Habana, Mm -hmm. um, I, I was the victim of an alligator attack and I didn't even get one. (laughs) No one even, 
No one even said a word. No one gives um, a fuck. I saw there's a new Nicki Minaj single. Oh, let me tell you something. As to continue on with our uh, flexisms um, training program. Okay. Man, I'm sitting. I can't sleep. I'm in Maine. And I guess I I, I scroll. I'm scrolling across, and I get to Flex's page, and it's just a real to real machine, a video of a real to real machine playing, and it was a, like at least forty minutes of Flex doing his new Thursday exclusive thing that he does. Okay. Oh my God! What I listen a, to the whole thing, Saif. You said it. I listen to the piece, whole thing. I put it in the notes, right? Like I, I shared notes. Just the ultimate, ultimate. Flexisms all in one. First of all, he's playing, he's doing this shit where he's his claim, his claim is I'm playing exclusives before they go on the DSPs, which I assume is digital streaming platform. Correct. I got it before Apple. I got it before Spotify, before title, before this, before that, before YouTube. I'm playing it first. Then he's shouting out label guys. Yo, Big D, I know you don't want me to play this first. You was on the phone with me, but I got to play it. Apple, relax. Apple, Apple, you talking about the radio ain't hot no more. Why are you telling labels not to give me exclusives? If I'm not hot, what does it matter? I'm like, ooh, this is good. I'm, it's like 4 a.m. I'm listening to this. I'm in. Rock Nation, we good now. I mean, I know Meek Mill ain't down with y'all no more, but we. I'm like, oh, Meek Mill's not down with Rock Nation no more? Oh, let me check this out. I was like finding news. This is like just a new angle for him to be motivated and fresh. But this is what I'm telling you. This is what I'm telling you. Conway called him out and put some, he always likes a flame. You know, everyone settles into some shit and then it takes something to happen to throw that flame up or whatever. Conway called him out. They did the beef. They He does a freestyle for Flex. He's playing it. He's done. Pete Rock, Jumps in, P Rockets deaded, but Flex has still got the flame going. Right. So now Flex, I see Flex, Joel Santana. You've got one week. I challenge you. Do you accept the challenge? Now, in my mind, knowing Flex, he's already spoken to Joel Santana. Of course. He's a. This is between us, uh, Juan Eppers. Don't you know? What I mean, you're seeing a little in behind the curtain. He's already spoken to Joel's. Yep. Jewels, I'm in. I'm in. Here comes Vince McMahon. Do you accept the challenge? I'm giving you one week. Blah, blah, blah. Fabulous. I'm giving you one week. So this week he challenges uh, Jada Kiss and Swiss Beats. But the locks gave him a record already. Ah, you trying to you trying to get ahead of me, locks. Before I challenge you, you giving me something. And this shit is hot, which it was hot. Which it was hot. You ain't getting ahead of me, Locks. I'm still going to call you out, Jada Kiss. So I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, the Locks had a record. They want to give Flex an exclusive, but they're like, yo, we know you're doing this challenge thing, but we already have this record. We want you to play it. All right, so give it to me. Then I'm going to act like, you you know, you try to beat me to the punch, and I'm still going to call out Jada Kiss and blah, blah, blah. And then so, he, so Flex is ill. So he's playing all exclusives before they go on the streaming platform which I guess is now his enemy to radio or whatever. So he plays a Kaya baby over an old school beat. Then he plays Wizkid Essence, but it has like the Rakim, you know, I got soul beat. Somebody wow. did a blend. So it fits in what he's doing, but it's a hit. 
Right. Then he plays the locks. He's ch- I challenge you, Jada Kiss. Da da da. Challenge fabulous. Oh, he played the new Fab. But he challenged Fab. But I'm listening to all his talk. Khaled, I gave you a pass. Republic Records. I'm playing this Nikki record. You can't stop me, Nikki. We in a good place. We in a good place, Nikki. But I gotta play it, Davey D. You. I'm gonna call you back. Republic Records, you try to shut me down. Leor, where you at? I'm like, what the fuck is happening? But like, I'm like, this is big for him. Flex is on some shit, man. That he made me like, the Fab record was dope. The Locks record was dope. I was in. I was listening. God, he's, he's, so, he's so good at motivating himself still all these years later. He's the best. The king. What did you think of Nikki's flip of the... I didn't hear it. What'd she do? I'll reserve comment and here let you play it for you. I can ride it while you slip it and slide it. I can do all them little tricks and keep the dick up inside it. You can smack it, you can grip it, you can go down and kiss it. And every time he leave me long, he always tell me he miss it. He wanna it's an I love it on first listen. It's an interesting flip of Super Freak. Yeah. I don't know who did it. But I guess my my thing is always with Nikki. Like if he, I just feel like are are you still pushing are you still pushing to like try to do new things or are you just sort of like cool being in the exact same like she's done that record before. Yeah. And so have a lot of other people, the city girls and fucking Yeah, that's just like whoever, you know like, like for someone who is, is supposed to be in the conversation of the best MCs in the game and like lives on that space, you got to push when you put out music. See, she's an interesting one too, though, because her fan base is so committed that it's actually misleading for you about how impactful your records are. It's hard to even tell because your people are going to run up your numbers every single time. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that doesn't necessarily mean but what, that it's It doesn't people. necessarily mean what? If you got the fans and the numbers, what are we doing all of this for? You're doing this to gain fans and get the numbers up. So what she has it built in. So because it's built in, it's not real. It's not good. Like, I don't know. Like, I, that's a good point. You're saying that she's not talking to non-fans, but they're non-fans. So what right. do they matter? Right. It's a great point. Uh, by if the way, the fans new, are going nuts. The new uh, game album. Do you see Britney Sky on the cover of the new game album? No. How's that? It's just so random. It's Britney is like, it look, she's supposed to be doing his braids, I guess, is what the, the concept wow. is. Shouts to Britney. Um, I'll tell you what, man. Game albums remind me of like, I used to love Bill Simmons articles back in the day on ESPN.com. They were all, I know you won't appreciate yeah. This reference, but Bill Simmons, yeah. Um, they were great articles, but I was always like, I want to be able to finish this on one trip to the bathroom. This is too long for me to finish. I, I now like need to make time to finish this later. Like, don't get me wrong, what you're saying is awesome, but could we have squeezed it into a, a shorter piece? Tracks, how many tracks? 22? Bruh, 30. Wow. And there's one that's not showing up on Spotify, this one with Nipsey. But there's 30. And and here's the funny thing about game. So many of them are good, though. Like, so many of the songs have good shit on them. Like, he yeah. says cool shit. Yeah. Or he's always good. His beat selection's great. He references 
he references something that you're like, oh, shit, he brought that back. That's fire. Yeah. He has a whole part where he really spends time. Um, he he used Getaway, the Mob Deep shit, but he also turned it into, like, a thing, a Mob Deep kind of dedication to Prodigy, you know? Love it. Um, he's got a song with ASAP Rocky, which you don't see every day. Right. He's got a big Sean. He's got a camera, okay? He's got his big commercial joint with um, French and Tory Lanes. He's got Sounded like something I want to listen to. Two with Kanye. Pusha, who sounds, listen, Pusha sounds incredible here. Crutches. I dance hall. I blame Duddis. I don't smile. The chain blushes. In my Ukraine, there's no rushes. Kalishnikov, don't piss me off. Walk down with the special. Turn your grizzly off. Memory off. Memory loss, put the fire out in a nigga attic, turn his chimney off, simply falls the cross between God. Fire, fire. Yeah. And also he's someone who can have a, a push a verse and a Drake interlude on the same album. Here's the thing that's interesting to me about game though. I wonder how artists feel when you give an artist your verse, do you care what happens with it? Like not in other words, game. not with game. No. Like for example, there's a difference between getting a, a verse, a feature to someone who's doing a 13-track album. There are four features, and you're one of them. He has 30 tracks and 40 features. You know what I'm saying? I wonder how that affects the people, like, if they care at all. Like, damn, I didn't know I was going to be one of 40 fucking features on here. Nah, I think with game, it's like a just a given. Here are the features. Ice-T, Kanye, 5EO, NBA Youngboy. YG, Ty Dolla Sign, Roddy Rich, Jeremiah, Pusha and Two Chains, Lil Wayne, Kanye, Dreezy and Chiller, Twista, Jeremiah, French, Tory, Meek, Moneybag Yo, Rocky, Cam, Big Sean, Blueface, Rick Ross, Chris Brown, Chloe, and Cassie. Kardashian? No, no, no. Chloe oh. Bale. <laughs> By the way, speaking of Kardashians, last thing I gotta I gotta say here. Have you seen pictures of Kim recently? No, I mean, kind of. She's at a point of so skinny that it's like, it's almost like she's playing a game to be like, how much can I fuck with these people? Like, I mean, I, yeah, that's what she does. I had people changing their bodies, getting surgeries to make their ass fatter, their tits bigger, mm. their lips fuller. Yep. Now I'm off that. I eat nothing, she, which she's talked about, that she, like, barely eats. Mm. And little Sife, like, we're talking about ribs in every picture. I saw her when I was in L.A. She came to Michelle Wolf's show. You know the thing about Kim Kardashian was fucked up? Super sweet. I know. She's a yeah. super sweet person. I want to hate, but. No, no, no. Her presence in person is super nice. I, I, I just don't understand. Like, I mean, can we be real for a second? She's the most influential woman on the planet. No, let's not be real. Is she? Am I, am I wrong? I think she impacts the the psyche, the zeitgeist, and the zeitgeist, and the acceptable looks. I don't think anyone affects it in the world more than Kim. Yeah, it's, it's a weird fucking phenomenon. This whole Kardashian shit. It's crazy, bro. Like it's. But now you think she's in competition with her own sisters, like the younger ones? Well, yeah. I mean that that is. Because they started smashing them. Because Kylie's huge also. Right. It's Kylie and it's really Kylie and Kim. What about the, who's the other one? Kendall? She's not as big? Ken Kendall's big, but she's in a different 
she sure. operates in a little bit of a different space. She, I don't think Kendall's had any significant work done. She was actually a model off top. But Kim set it off, and now you're huge. And like that's your sister. But I wonder if like this little bitch ain't gonna fucking take me out. I know. It's Let me fast. show you how to do this. Let me show you how to do this. Bam. Anyways, uh, also on a more important note for our audience, go check out the Danger Mouse Black Thought album. Super fucking dope. I thought you were gonna say Kim and and Pete broke up. Then Kim and Pete broke up. Yeah, that has to be talked about. I I, I love the uh, the. the I love the album. Danger Mouse from Black Thought. We're good good friends. It's a great album. It's a great album. Black Thought's my friend. Billy, did you hang out with Black Thought that time he invited you to? No, we discussed that on the podcast. Where was that again? Newport Folk Festival. Newport Folk Festival. Newport, Newport, um, Rhode Island. That's right. Yeah. I went to Rage Against the Machine and Run the Jewels this week. It was was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. You say that about every concert you go to. (laughs) No, but this was like bucket list. So how how was the concert great? Rage Against the Machine has not performed in 20 years. So 20 years since they performed together? Yeah. By the way, I'd like to. And he had a broken, uh, and he had a torn Achilles tendon. Who's he? Who's he? Zach De La Rocha. By the way, I'd like, I, I unfortunately have to call bullshit on you, Billy Jim, because they definitely played Rock the Bells in 08. It's 14 years ago. Sorry. I, I knew it was a big, a large number. Reunion oh, tour. So, so Billy, you, did you pull the number 20 out of your ass? I thought someone said 20. I don't remember the number. Okay. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Either way, it was, was an incredible concert. They were so good. And I was like, Everyone that I knew that went beforehand were like, go early. It actually starts at eight on the dot on like most concerts. And they're like, and they don't perform together because they have a ton of crossover songs. And then they didn't play the song. And I was like, oh, that's strange. And then Rage Who has Against a ton Machine, of crossover songs. Rage Zach and- De La Rocha with, uh, with Run the Jewels, like one of their biggest songs. Well, I didn't know there were that many. Of, how many songs do they have? There's Tons, two or three. Two or three is a ton of crossover oh. songs to you? <laughs> with the same artist who doesn't really... Do songs with people? Yeah. Um, but they brought them out mid-set and it was fucking amazing. Well, that sounds pretty cool. They oh, still by the way, five I, nights. I saw I saw Kendrick at the Barclays Center. Incredible. Oh man. Did he disappear on stage? I didn't see him disappear. He disappears. Uh, was that only one night? There's like this big thing where he just vanished off the stage. Oh, what well, maybe I I I left with like a few songs left. My bad guy. How was it? fucking great though it was it was great um i i lo- we left town the next day so we had to get dipped but i loved it he, he- on some one up on some inside one up meta shit yeah we were very disappointed of our treatment at rock the bells which we determined was our fault yes can we natalie, come together as a one up you listening to me sorry i know i asked natalie for the charger keep going can we come together on a one up hello I'm still here. What are I'm you just looking, looking at? at the, but this show's on video now. Oh, I don't just need the charger. You established you want video presence. Subscribe to us on YouTube, please. Please. We, yeah, Get we, Emilio we, off my fucking back. Yeah, Emilio on these fucking YouTube videos, for Christ's sake. Can we come together as a one app movement? And what are you doing now? Now I had to plug in the charger. In, he's plugging in the charger. Give come him a to, break. I thought he was trying to suck his own dick. Yo, Cypher's like Ron Burgundy. Every moment, he's like, wait, wait, and now what's happening? He's looking over somewhere again. All right, so can, can we, we come, come together? together? Yeah. With our one-up forces, you, me, Billy June. Oof, big forces. 
What are we gonna do? I don't know. Fuck with our, with our, with our, with my constant last two months of explaining how flex gets shit done. Yes. Can what are we, we doing? invade? Where are we invade? Let's Nas Wu Tang concert slash tour. Done. Okay. Let's get on that and figure out how to be a part of it. Well, they have uh, from Thursday, September eighth, through Wednesday, September fourteenth. They have during that run. Camden, New Jersey, Hartford, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Newark, Virginia Beach. Let's figure out a way to get on this. Now, because we're already too late. We're already late. Hey, one up, man. Listen, subscribe, rate, press the five those stars. Reviews. Those wonderful reviews and stars. Keep those coming. Keep the stars coming. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube. Spread the word. Uh, join the Patreon. We love you. I'm sorry that I'm doing this all at the end. We should this in the beginning. September 15th, catch me in D.C. at the D.C. Improv. Uh, hit me up on my Instagram. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go.